This is Wetlock, my true unscripted chronicles as a prison wife. Join me on my journey as I bring you crazy stories, informative facts, updates on my husband, advice from my family and friends, and special guests giving their true life stories on the prison system. This is not your average love story. Welcome to Wetlock. Hey guys, it's Friday. Thank you for joining me for another bonus episode. These episodes are dedicated to you for all of the love and support that you guys continuously give myself in this podcast. No matter how big this podcast gets, and I'm hoping for it to get colossal, bonus Fridays will always, always be about you guys. And yes, myself, Michelle, and JoJo got some more conversations to bring you to. So let's get into these shout outs and Q&As. Thank you guys for all of the birthday love last week. I am thankful and blessed to see 44 years old. And I just want to take the time once again to say thank you. And I appreciate all of the love that you guys gave me on my special day. Now, hands down, I would not be moving forward with this podcast without the listeners and subscribers. So I definitely want to thank all my listeners and subscribers for all of your continued support. This Sunday will make my 10th episode, guys. I am halfway through my first season. And I am truly, truly thankful. This has been an amazing journey so far. I am just so thankful that you guys have taken your time out to get to know me, to listen to my story, to join me on this journey. Um... I did not know I was going to get such great feedback. And I just thank you. I really, really, truly thank you. I definitely want to thank and shout out my new co-hosts, Michelle and Jojo, for jumping on this podcast with me to share their stories and their knowledge as two women within the prison system. I look forward to many, many successful episodes to come with you guys. You guys are hilarious. The listeners love you. And I am just truly honored that I am able to help you guys share your story and give you a voice. And of course, last but not least, I have to thank my amazing and handsome husband, just for being you, just for loving me. You have no idea how you have changed my life. You have opened up so much love and just just so much in my heart that I didn't even know that was there. And I just truly do not see life without you. So, of course, thank you so much for loving me and for making me your wife. 
And as you guys know, I am always thanking my sister, my best friend, um, my cousin. So I do not have to tell you guys how much I appreciate all of you. Um, you keep me going and thank you. Thank you so much. So guys, you know, it's time for me to jump into these Q and A's. You know how much I love my Q and A's. So it's time for these Q&A's. Okay, so guys, before we jump into the Q&A's, I just want to give you a little bit of insight on how this goes. So, once a week, I check my inbox and all the questions and comments that are submitted, I actually do not open up and read them until I'm recording the podcast. So you guys are getting the question and answers firsthand. It's not rehearsed. I don't filter through the questions. You might hear me stumbling or get quiet during the process. And that's only because sometimes people submit questions and comments and a lot of times I'm trying to get the order in a better flow as well as some of these questions just be like what the fuck so I might get quiet but you're getting these questions firsthand I wanted to keep the momentum that way because as I stated from the very beginning I wanted this to be unscripted and uncut, and I just want to give it to you how it comes to me. So these questions are literally being read for the first time. Although I do get notifications, I do not open them up until it's time to actually record. So with that being said, we're going to jump into the first question. Episode 9, you talked about the family dynamic. For clarity, can you explain the order of next to kin again and break it down with some examples? Okay, so I kind of saw this question coming um, after I posted the episode. I normally listen to it in my car and I listen to it through my um, earpods because I want to hear clarity. I want to hear the flow of the episode. And after hearing episode nine, I did feel that there was a bit of confusion and somebody was going to ask for some clarity. So guess what? I have no problem with giving you that clarity. The family dynamic goes like this. Next of kin is your surviving spouse, your children and descendants, your parents, your siblings, and your grandparents. So, for example, I will use my dad being that that is originally why I did the episode because I wanted to give a little bit of a backstory and what I had to deal with um, when my dad was incarcerated, uh, incarcerated and during his passing. So, we'll take my dad. My dad was married to my mom and then they divorced and then he later married someone else. At the time of my dad's passing, he was legally divorced, which made me his next of kin. I do have a sibling, a brother, 
but I am the oldest. So with that being said, it would be me and then it would be my brother. Due to the fact that me and my brother are pretty much in agreement of everything, um, there would not have been like a tug of war type of situation or anything like that. So any kind of responsibilities, any questions, any concerns, any decisions or anything like that, probably nine times out of 10 would have been agreed upon between me and my brother anyway. But if in fact it wasn't the children, it would have then been my dad's parents, my grandparents, which are both deceased. After that, it would have been my dad's sibling, his brother. After that, when there is no one um, that can be found within that breakdown, it goes to the next closest blood relative, which would have been my aunt. Now, as I stated earlier, my aunt was already um, appointed to pretty much take care of anything in regards to funeral arrangements, um, the cemetery plots, all those things. That that has been something that she was designated to do since the beginning. So that would have been her responsibility. But again, as I stated before, um, it the responsibility would have went to me first. But being that I was too thrown off, going through too much, she was the one who did everything. But once again, that was what her job would have been anyway okay so i will use myself for example um my next of kin would be my husband i don't have any children so after that it would be my parents and of course i only have my mom she's my only living parent then it would be my brother now Within my scenario, being that I don't have any kids, let's just say hypothetically I adopted my husband's kids or adopted a child, they or that child will be considered my natural born children, which means that they too will fall into the next of kin scenario. Okay, so next example, I'll use my brother. My brother is married. His next of kin would be his wife. After his wife, it would be his children, my nephew and my niece. Now, again, all next of kin have to be 18 years or older and of sound and mind. My brother's children are not 18. So due to that fact, it will go to my brother's parents, which again would be my mother because she's my brother's only living parent. Then after that, it would be me. My husband, my husband's next of kin would be myself. Next, it would be his children, which he does have an adult daughter over the age of 18. After her, it would be his parents. After his parents, it would be his siblings. Now, my husband has brothers and a sister, so that would be delegated in between all of them. And keep in mind, guys, that majority of the time, none of these things get to get to that messy place Um this is just how Georgia law goes. And as I stated before, I mean, I can only speak on Georgia law, but I do think that it's pretty much set up that way in all states. But these situations 
most of the time already have somebody that's designated or appointed for this. And again, it definitely has to be documented, um, you know, in, 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 in paperwork. So it will be legal if in fact something was to happen. So, um, the next akin will always trump the bloodline, but the bloodline does exist after the children. Um, if you can't find anybody in the next to can bracket, then of course, as I said before, it goes to the closest blood relative. Again, divorced spouses can't make decisions. Um, you have to be 18 or older to make decisions. You have to be of sound and mind to make decisions. Um, if you have children within that divorce, it's still the, the divorce spouse still has no say. So the kids uh, are considered next to kin at that point. And um, legally adopted children are considered natural born children. So that's pretty much how that dynamic works um, for the next to kin. The um, immediate family, key, you have to keep in mind that when we are in the household with our parents, that is considered our immediate family. Once we step outside that household and create our own family and our own household, that is considered our immediate household. So my husband and myself and our kids would be considered my immediate family. It doesn't take away from the parents, but you have to remember you were a part of their immediate family. So once you start your own family, you now have your own immediate family. So I hope I was able to clarify that. Again, um, surviving spouse, children, parents, siblings, grandparents. And that's pretty much how that goes. Okay, next question. Um... I just wanted to thank you for posting about the lockdown. I had no idea until I saw your post. My boyfriend is at a federal prison in Tallahassee. Our last conversation wasn't good. I thought he stopped communicating with me. Okay, well, first of all, you're very, very welcome. I'm glad I was able to put your mind at ease. And I am quite sure that it is so many people right now that was sitting around trying to figure out what at that moment was going on because communication literally just stopped. As I said before, I have not heard from my husband since the day after my birthday, which that was the 30th. Um, that Monday is when the lockdown took place. I want to say at 1130 in the morning or something like that. So, um, I'm glad that you were able to get that information and um, I'm going to actually give that credit to my best friend because like your, like yourself, I was concerned. I hadn't heard from my husband. I text her. She hadn't heard from him. And shortly after, um, you know, about three o'clock in the morning, she sent me an article from Yahoo saying about the lockdown. When I woke up the next morning, of course, I did a little bit more research because I wanted to know like why and what was, you know, what was going on that made this lockdown so imperative and just so swiftly done. Um, and I just did my research. And once I found out, I went straight to the podcast, posted it and posted everything on the social media pages as well. So, um, 
Again, you are very, very welcome. I'm glad I put your mind at ease. Only thing we could do right now is just keep our fingers crossed and pray that this lockdown is over um, immediately. I mean, it is definitely going on, what, day four or five or something like that. And we want to hear from our loved ones. We want to make sure that they are okay. We want to make sure that they're safe. And I want to talk to my husband. So I'm hoping that you hear from your boyfriend as soon as possible. And again, thank you um, for acknowledging that you even saw it on on the podcast. Okay, next question. What was your first career passion? You're really great at this podcast. I enjoy each episode. Why, thank you. I enjoy making each episode. So my first career passion, I um wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a lawyer from, I want to say like seventh grade all the way up through high school. That was my first, uh, my first career passion. I actually, um, did go to school for criminal justice. I have one year to go to get my associate's degree. I stopped um, due to my father's death. It was just too much for me to handle. So, um, actually, I have strongly been reconsidering going back to school to at least finish to get my associate's. Especially now, you know, with dealing with my husband, his incarceration, um doing this appeal with him and definitely this podcast is piquing my interest. I mean, talking about prison things and, you know, doing these uh, serious no facts really has piqued my interest. But (laughs) as I'm talking, oh my God, I just realized that's really not my first career passion. My first career passion was I wanted to be a DJ, not the DJ that's like in the club spinning. No, I wanted to be the person on the radio. And back then I thought that the person on the radio and the DJ was the same thing. So that's what I originally wanted to do so much that all the mixtapes I did, all the mixtapes for my friends I did, every trip to um, Daytona for uh, spring break, every trip to Myrtle Beach for bike week, my mixtapes was what we was riding to. And as a matter of fact, <laughs> my name was DJ Putin. Oh my God. <laughs> so if any of my friends are listening, do you guys remember DJ Putin? Oh my God. And she was in full effect. Don't get it twisted. She was in full effect. So, yes, technically that is my first career passion. And ironically, now I have this podcast. Oh, my God. I forgot about DJ Putin. Wow. Okay. So, (laughs) next question. What other books does your best friend recommend? You two have got me hooked on ethic. Wow. Okay, the ethic effect is real. I told you it was real. Um, yeah, I got sucked into the to the ethic series and I went through those books like a race. I mean, a straight marathon, like I was in a challenge or something. And after I finished the ethic series, I went to the butterfly series. I did not read um 
everything in order because as I was waiting for the latest butterfly to come out, I had to go back and read a couple of other books to get the backstory on ethics. So I kind of read out of order, but girl, it still didn't matter because ethic was the shit and I was just hooked and that was that. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to get my best friend on the line so that she can answer that question. That question would definitely go to her and I'm going to try to get her on the line. If I can't get her on the line for the bonus episode, we will revisit this question. So thank you for that question. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the ethics series and please jump straight into butterfly. Okay, next question. Are you ever concerned that any of your exes will come out with stories about you now that you have started your podcast? What? <laughs> I mean, are you an ex? <laughs> they sent this question. You got something you want to say? Because this is a crazy question. First of all, the tone of this question got me feeling like you feel like I done made it. So... <laughs> appreciate the love um i mean anytime i would be concerned about something is if you know i've made it and maybe i'm afraid i'm gonna be on some gossip sites or gossip blogs or somebody gonna start posting about me or something like that i don't know but interesting question um whoever you are no i have no concerns not one not one at all. First of all, me and my husband talk about everything. He knows everything about me, all my past relationships, detail for detail. Um, Secondly, I'm not a bad girlfriend. I was never a bad girlfriend. I've always been a loyal, faithful girlfriend. And I don't really see anybody coming out saying anything outside of that. I, I don't have ex-girlfriend crazy stories. I mean, you're not going to hear I busted out windows. You're not going to hear I put sugar in tanks. Um, I never stalked behind no bushes, never stalked at all. I've never stolen from an ex. So I really don't know what could possibly come out um, from an ex at all i mean the only thing that could come out is them supporting this podcast <laughs> but outside of that no i have respect for all of my exes um you know i wish them nothing but the best as they have moved on with their lives i have moved on with mine i'm not beefing with an ex i don't have any bad blood with an ex so i am truly truly 100 not concerned about what kind of quote-unquote stories could come out um about me and again this tone is telling me that you feel like i've made it <laughs> so anyway next question i love to hear more interviews from other prison wives you are great at asking questions and it seems to flow naturally thank you thank you um, I'm an energy person. I'm an energy person. And once I catch a vibe, I just hang on to that vibe and I just ride it out. So a lot of the questions that I'm asking is just me going with the flow of the conversation. Like it's not scripted. I don't write questions down. Um, you know, I want it to be as natural as possible. And that's why I do it the way I do it. 
and you know it 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 just flows it's organic and you know thank you for even noticing that now as far as the question goes that's a big y-e-s yes i am definitely going to bring more interviews to this podcast um as you know this is my first podcast i am new to this i am learning about you know how to produce the podcast how to edit the podcast i'm learning how to bring more content to the podcast so as every episode develops i will get better at this and i will be able to incorporate um more content but of course yes and i don't want to just stay in that box of prison wives i want to interview you know, girlfriends, fiancés, mothers of children of incarcerated people. I want to interview husbands. I want to interview boyfriends. I want to interview fiancés of female inmates. I want to get the stories. I mean, I want to get the love stories that are formed or that are, you know, a part of these people's lives behind bars, behind the prison walls. So, yes, that's a definite, definite, yes, I will definitely be interviewing um, more people. Okay, so number, what's this, our sixth question, I believe. Will you do a Prison Wife merch line? I love your logo. Oh, thank you. I did my logo myself. Let me pat myself on the back. Um, But thank you. As a matter of fact... The thought really hadn't crossed my mind, but as I'm sitting here thinking, that would be pretty dope. I mean, if I was to do merch, I would probably do something to cater around what this podcast is about. Um, Probably something stationary, probably pens, uh, pencils. You know, so we can stay writing our loved ones, probably notebooks, note um note paper, um, definitely coffee mugs for traveling. You know, we gotta go on these roads and go see our loved ones, long flights, long drives. So yes, definitely. Um I and I appreciate you throwing that idea my way. That that was really a really, really good idea. It won't happen tomorrow, but I can definitely bring that to life. I definitely will. And once I do, I'll drop that um, information onto the website that will be actually done um, this weekend. And soon as I get some merch, you will be the first person to get some merch for free. And thank you again for throwing that wonderful idea my way. You just put another stream of income in my pocket, girl. Thank you so much. Okay, um, those are the Q&As, guys. You know how much I love my Q&As. And again, I will try to get my best friend on the line to answer the question of the books that she recommends. She She's a book person. She does the Audible, everything. So she definitely has great recommendations. So I will try to get her, if not on this episode, on the next episode to answer that question for you. But Thanks again, guys, for submitting these questions. Don't forget, you can send me your questions at wetlockchroniclespodcast at gmail.com. Once the website is up and fully functionable, you can submit your questions and comments there. Okay, well, guess what? It is that time. 
my favorite part of the episode, and that is the update on my amazing husband. Well, you guys, we have reached my favorite part of the episode, and that is giving you the updates on my husband. Well, guys, unfortunately, I do not have an update on my husband. I have not talked to my husband in five days. As you know, January 31st, there was a nationwide federal lockdown that was placed on all federal prisons due to a fight that resulted in two people dead and two people injured in Texas. Um, and it was gang-related, MS-13 um, gang, which I did a segment on Sunday. And today just hasn't been a good day, guys. It really hasn't. I miss my husband, and I want to talk to my husband. Um, If you follow my podcast, you know that last week we had two pretty rough days due to the fact that he's already been dealing with a 23-hour lockdown for going on two months. And my husband just got to the point where he was, you know, just tired you know he was at that point where he's ready to come home my husband has done time before and when you sit back and you reevaluate your life you think about the choices that you've made you think about the time that you have given the prison system it definitely can put you in a pretty pissed off place and that's where he really was So to have already gone through that with him and then to turn around and have this happen, it just really concerns me. You know, it concerns me just because of his mental. I don't care who you are. I don't care how strong you are. Um, At some point in life, you know, we change. We want more. We think different. We get older. And, um... I have I've I've watched my husband go through that in 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 a very positive way. And that's why I think, you know, this particular situation really kind of took a bit of a toll on him last week. You know, you miss your family, you miss your parents, you miss your children, you're getting older, you're not 18, 19, 20 years old anymore. Things change. Things change. So I'm really concerned. I'm more so concerned about the mental trauma that this does to not just my husband, but all inmates. Five days on lockdown. Um, I know it has to be difficult. I know it has to be difficult mentally. Now, you know, I want to make sure I'm clear I by no means am concerned about something happening to my husband because I do know my husband can hold his own. That's not where my concern lies. My concern just really simply lies on the fact that it's been five whole days that they have not been able to communicate with their loved ones. And it's not just us on the outside. You know, I I think about what he's thinking about what we're thinking and 
wanting to make sure that his family knows that he's okay is something I'm quite sure that my husband is probably more so worried about than anything. Um, it's no secret. I have explained to, you know, you guys on a couple of my episodes that I deal with, um, PTSD due to my father passing away in the prison system. And it's something that is very sensitive to me. It's something that now is a part of my life and will be forever a part of my life. And I do not take it lightly. It's a very serious situation. And if you have not been in this situation before, I do not expect for you to understand. And it's okay. You know, it's totally okay. But it is something that will forever, ever be a concern of mine. I mean, as you know, a lot of these prisons, these facilities, these um, guards, these administrative people, they do not care about inmates. We've seen it. We've seen it on TV. We've heard it on the news. We've read it in articles. And unfortunately, that is a part of my reality when it comes down to my dad. So that is something that is going to always bother me. Um and it just is what it is. You know, I'm a humanitarian by nature. I am a person who, you know, I'm going to fight for people. I'm going to take up for people. When people are done wrong, it bothers me. That is just who I am. That's a part of my makeup. And that will never change. So this situation brings me concern on a lot of different levels. You know, there's a part in the back of my mind that is still questioning why this lockdown in such a swift manner, why this particular gang fight with two injured and two dead, did it spark such a quick response to lock down these federal prisons? I am very aware of how serious the brutality is when it comes to this particular gang. But I am also aware that gang violence happens every day in every prison, federal and state around the world. There is no secret gang violence penetrates the prison system. There's no secrets that there's stabbings, that there's um, people being strangled, suffocating, fighting on a regular basis. So, again, it makes me question why this particular situation spark such an immediate response and a lockdown was the outcome and it's been five days i did not anticipate it being this long my birthday was on the 29th i talked to my husband on the 30th that is the last time i heard from him and this is about to go into a entire week and I just have no understanding. You know, I, I understand to a degree of the seriousness, um, how they wanted to prevent from something major happening, you know, a, a widespread of gang violence, so to speak. But again, the next question in the back of my mind is when we have riots, 
you know, the insurrection, all the protesting um, during the George Floyd trial and, um, hell, Waco, you had the natural, the National Guard. The National Guard is always something that comes up in situations like these. So it makes me wonder why not place the National Guard in these facilities. It's 122 facilities. Why not place the National Guard to ensure safety, to ensure, you know, that things don't spread, um, to ensure no more violent attacks? Because if it's that serious, why not take those precautions? Five days on a lockdown is a lot. It is mental trauma. I am sorry. I, there's no other way I can spin it. And I'm not going to conform. I'm not going to sit here and brush it off and just say, oh, well, these things happen. It happens all the time. Because then that will be me saying that this is normal. And this is not normal. This this is not normal. You know, it makes me think of the 60s and the 70s when black people were attacked by dogs and water hoses and batons and beaten in streets because they were black. If you were black, you were a threat. If you were black, you were a criminal. If you were black, you were ignorant. Everything negative up under the sun, if you were black, that is what you deserved. And I don't care your color. I don't care what you've done. We all have natural human rights, constitutional rights. And when they're violated, it's an issue. It's an issue. And again, criminals are criminals. Yes, they're not animals. And I just, I just can't act like this is just okay. And, and it's just normal because it's, it's not. And so, again, this has just not been a good day for me. You know, I want to talk to my husband. I've had people to message me. I've had people to respond to my podcast. I've had people that didn't even know that this lockdown was even going on, that was actually worried about their loved ones because they hadn't heard from them, from them in days. I was on the phone with my friend, Demita, who is actually... Um, the president of an organization called FAIR that helps with wrongfully sentenced um, incarcerated people, inmates. And to hear the, the responses that she was getting, to hear the concerns from families that she deals with, I was actually on the phone with one of them today. And the concerns are very real. The concerns are very, very real. So, you know, unfortunately, all we can do is just pray that this lockdown is over as soon as possible. Um, I will continue to pray for all of the inmates and the families that are affected by this. I do not take this lightly, guys. I just really don't. To some people, it might just be a, oh, well, you know, shit happens type of thing. I don't know. But I just don't take it lightly. And I'm I'm really concerned. 
and again, not just for my husband, like that's 122 facilities. That's a lot of inmates and a lot of concerned family members right now. So you guys are in my prayers. Um, keep my husband in your prayers. Keep him uplifted. I was able to mail my husband some letters this week. My mom writes my husband as well. So hopefully he got his letters today. I was able to send him some pictures. So hopefully, you know, it came right on time. It gave him a little comfort, you know, something to keep him distracted. My pictures definitely keep him distracted. But um, <laughs> all jokes aside, like, this isn't cool. This isn't cool. And um, I miss my husband. I want to talk to my husband. It's, it's been... It's been five days, you know. I just did a episode on the effects of solitary confinement and lockdowns, and it's mental trauma. It's mental trauma. They don't say you never know what a person is going through for no reason. You don't know what's on a person's mind. You don't know what's in a person's heart. You know, the strongest people are really suffering and going through things. So please always keep that in mind, not even just with this situation, but just in general, guys. And I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys for being on this journey with me. It's not just my journey. It's a journey that I share with you guys. And um, I'm here. Like, if you need support, if you want to talk, if you have some questions, if you have some updates, Wetlock Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. That's where you can reach me. And as promised, I do have Michelle and JoJo with me each and every Friday. So again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, we'll get through this lockdown, guys. We really, really will. But we are going to continue on with bonus episode number four. This is a part of the episode where we get personal and real. We're coming with pure facts, entertainment, and scolding hot prison tea. So sit back and take a sip with conversations with myself, JoJo, and Michelle. Oh my God, y'all, this has been a stressful... Uh... Oh Jesus, it's been a stressful week. Um, it's been crazy. This this has been crazy. Um, I do have some Q and A's for y'all though. I got okay, some people cool. that had some questions for both of you guys. Um, so first of all, how how is it going, ladies? How has your ooh, crazy week been? What's up? <laughs> My bad. Okay, so this week has been um like a mad rush um so that's kind of what's been going on um with me um just like more of a just kind of like looking at the transitional center as just like a place that just continues to just drive slave labor like i've really been having like a mental difficult time with dealing with the fact that how they doing these people that go to work how they doing us that do not um, go to work who work in the facility 
it's just been crazy, Rashida, when you just look at things, because you just be like, how much blood can you get from a turnip? Like, how many times is you going to just, you know, like, squeeze whatever you could squeeze out of us? It's like, we, damn, y'all want our money, our time, you want to you do everything. So, so let me ask you this. So, you actually living and working in the, in the facility. Right. I'm what you would consider a long-term resident. Um, which is just having over 18 months left and uh -huh. having and having to work until you get to that 18 month mark. And then there you're able to um, go out and work short term. So like I go from slave to like um, house like, nigga to like house nigga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I For sure real. hated I to use that one, but that was about the closest thing I could come. I felt I felt what you was about to say. I really you did. knew it. I really did feel that. <laughs> so <laughs> once you meet your 18th month mark and then you're able to come out and to, you know, do work. So then what happens? Are you still at the transitional center? Or like when do when are you fully like released? Well, you're fully released when they say, Hey, get out. <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> But for real, you're fully released once you meet like your tentative parole date or either maximum parole date. Most of us here, you know, well, a lot of us here are on tentative, um, which means subject to change. However, um, thankfully, you know, they don't change too often unless you just keep getting in trouble. But yeah, like once you reach status of short term residence, you have exactly like 18 months or less left mm -hmm. and you are able to go go through another phase of transition which is working and going out into um the free world or going out into back into like normal social norms and able uh you should be able to visit your family and stuff like that but COVID-19 you yeah, know it's got everything messed up yeah you can't even visit nobody so you literally just going out and working and coming and back coming back yeah <sighs> all right Michelle what you got going on well, um, my week has been a little hectic, too. I started, I had to get a laptop and finish up my class that I got transferred in when I came here. I was in the middle of a quarter, so I had to um, make up my class. So I had to go through the process of getting a laptop, and um, the first laptop didn't work. Then I had to get another one, and then I come in every day at, like, 4.30, and the people are gone, so it's hard for me to catch her. So I did catch her, and... um. I got it. Then I had to turn it down to another building. It's just, it's just crazy, you know. And then I did yeah. welding again today. Um, <laughs> I saw you, girl, JoJo. I tried to get Michelle. <laughs> oh I, was, I was on, I was on her live on there talking about, are you gonna put this cape on? She's my no, Rashida. I'm not putting this cape on. Yeah, it was a cape. I got it in my bag too. Now I'm about to get my money. Get my money. We about to post the cake, and they had a Darth Vader. Uh, and they on. had, I said, please send me some pictures. So I'm going to use this as uh, your profile picture in my phone, but I'm damn sure going to post it. Uh-uh, yeah. don't post that picture. Yes. <laughs> Hell no, please. She said, that was so funny. She said, my, please stop making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take pictures in the cake. I don't care yeah, what she that said. Yeah, was, it was fun. It was, it was, it's a, it's a very... Uh, welding is hard. I'm not gonna lie because you really got to have a, a steady hand. You yes. really have to be very um, meticulous. And I don't know if I got either one of those. 
So you you're you're a bit clumsy. <laughs> uh yeah, a little bit. But you know, I'm trying. I'm definitely gonna gonna uh keep trying till I get it. You know, we had to do little lines today, so we had to do them like in little small circles. So I was getting it, but my lines were fat and I was moving pretty fast because I'm so used to moving fast, but I'm gonna work on moving slow and getting more accurate, you know. So it's well, it looked good. like you was having fun, I, I must say. So, you know, yeah. at least you at least you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, I definitely enjoy myself. That's cool. Okay, so um, I got a few questions for y'all. Now, the first question is, when you are fully released, where is the first place that you want to go? Oh, my goodness. The first place that I want to go is definitely home with my family. And, you know, that's just, you know, that's a given. I got to get there. You know, I got to see my whole family one go. Now, after I see my folks, I want to go on a vacation somewhere by some water, girl. Uh Uh-oh, let me find out. We got to go ahead and put you on the plane to Miami, too. (laughs) Yes, I got to be on the plane. I got to be by some water. I got to be showing off this shape, girl. Girl. Okay, (laughs) Jojo. Michelle, I already know where you want to go, girl. We'll just go ahead and tell the listeners where, oh where well, I want to go. go. I want to go a lot of places, but my I really want to go to Dubai. That's mm-hmm. like my number one yes, <laughs> place. I know. Of course, I want to go anywhere where the beach and palm trees. Um, but yes, I really want to go to Dubai. I, that's I have to go there. Okay, so um, to all my listeners, especially all the males, because, you know, they, they be on my page commenting and everything. We we need to get Michelle and JoJo to, to Dubai. Yes. We I got, didn't say JoJo. Got... No, no. Nah, Michelle. Is no, 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 no. This is a one-man trip. JoJo is coming. Michelle is leaving JoJo behind. Uh-oh, so we got to JoJo. JoJo is going to be in Miami. You can't say bye to me. I'm going to Dubai. I'm going to be in Dubai <laughs> with Michelle. <laughs> okay, so we gonna we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna do Miami and, and then Dubai. We we're gonna have to compromise. I'm I'm trying to get a package deal going, you know, like I'm gonna have to auction off, going once, going twice. So I'm That's I'm it. trying to get a package deal for y'all. So we gotta get y'all to to some water, to something beautiful. I know, you know, I know you ladies really ready to to do that. Um next question. What was you time, quote unquote, like for a female inmate? Like, how did you, how did you do a you time being incarcerated? Like, just on some, you know, you can't go burn the candles, you can't do so. What would the you time be like for you guys? You first. Oh, you time for me. You time would be definitely um, meditating. In my room, listening to some music. I, I I listen to music sometimes, not a lot, but I like meditating and um praying, praying or chilling with my friends, or watching TV, or reading a book. Okay, okay. Yeah, I would probably say all those things, but I would probably add like the shower. The shower was my me time. I go in the shower. I be praying. I be dancing, girl, singing. Oh, oh God! I'm for real. I be why did flash? Why did flash dance just come into my mind when you said that's probably what I was doing? Yeah. <laughs> for real. 
Oh my yeah, goodness. She probably was. She, yeah, I was in JoJo that. probably was. I was doing JoJo, it. did you I have mean, a chair in the shower? I won't. I was just about to say that. If I could get a chair, like sometimes I would have a chair. And I'm talking about kick back, chilling. <laughs> <laughs> this damn JoJo man. JoJo <laughs> is a clown. We got to get her on stand up. We got to get her on some stand up for real. We got to get her on Okay, so <laughs> I'm her man. Anybody want to book JoJo? Hit me up, baby. Y'all Anybody. I'm coming with Michelle too, cause she's stupid too. Okay. <laughs> Don't let her fool you. Right. Yeah. She's a comedian too now. Girl. Um, okay. Let me see. The next question is um okay these next questions are are, are kind of serious questions what kind of trauma are you coming home with after doing over 10 years almost a decade in well a, yeah over a decade in prison oh my god like for real coming back like meeting my family all over again like they don't know me it's crazy it's like they know me but they they don't know me so yeah. it's like I'm reintroducing myself and they and it's like I'm getting all these like crazy assumptions. Like it's insulting when somebody says, Oh, make sure you don't get in trouble. It's like, what the hell? I've been <laughs> locked up for 30 Like years. shit. Why would you think that I wanna get in trouble? Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's crazy. So like just like reintroducing myself to my family. You know, even to my kid, it's just really, really, it could get really uncomfortable. And yeah. then they beefed up with each other like, she ain't going to do that. Oh, yes, yeah, she is. Oh, she like this. Uh-uh. It's like they swear they know you. And you be feeling like, man, don't right now. Yeah. <clears throat> Michelle? Well, um, I have PTSD, <laughs> anxiety, like, um like loud noises startle me um shit i don't know i done got a little paranoid and i guess it's just my environment you know it's not really really bad like some people for real but um i'm just i'm just more aware like i i pay attention really to people a lot more versus when i didn't used to Mm -hmm. um and you know i guess i don't i don't know I got, like I said, I got PTSD and a little anxiety, but it's nothing really major, but it's still an issue. But if I get out and get a prescription for some, uh, you know, what I'm talking about maybe I'll be all right. <laughs> I, could, <laughs> I couldn't even, I couldn't even hold it in. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just being for real, you know. But, <sighs> so if you make a loud noise around Michelle, she just might slap you or something. I don't know what she's gonna do. <laughs> no telling with me. And it's so funny because it's like, you know, when we used to work, when we used to be at work, like, like you knew people would sleep. You just kind of knew people would sleep. But it's almost like a different type of awareness. You know what I'm saying? People stole, people would sleep. You know, people was cutthroat, but I, I'm quite sure. I think everything with it being every, so close proximity makes it just on a whole nother level, I yeah. I can only imagine uh, that would probably make me a little paranoid as well. Um, okay, so I know that, well, I'm sure you guys are aware that there's this nationwide federal lockdown going on, and it is 
personally driving me crazy because I haven't heard from my husband in five days. I have people that's messaging me. Um, a couple of people been reaching out to um my friend Demita, um, wives, mothers, and everything because they have not heard from you know their loved ones or whatever. So with this lockdown going on, what advice do you have for family members coming from the people that are in the inside? Like my whole thing is I'm quite sure that the inmates are even worried about their family, worried about if they are okay or not and can't reach out to them. So being if that was you guys right now in, in a lockdown, can't call, can't come out, can't do anything what advice do you have for your loved ones um, as far as, you know, if that letting them know that you're okay or what, what would you be experiencing or something? My, I, would, I, would, I would say that, number one, do not panic. Um, don't begin to, like, awfulize the situation and think the worst. However, do not give up on... on um, making sure that your loved one is okay. Like they're going to get, if you call up to facilities um, and they give you kind of like roundabout answers, don't just stop there. Call back, try to talk to a chaplain, um, try to talk to um, a secretary um, and to maybe get some, um, some firsthand information about your loved one and if that loved one is okay or even about the dorm that they live in. So like just, do not stop in trying to uh, get more information about what's going on in the inside until you hear from your loved one, because that, that care and concern, they'll get tired. Like I had somebody, I had somebody come, a, 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 a high security staff member come to me one time. She was, uh, came right to the dorm. She said, Hey, are you okay? I was like, uh, yeah. She said, well, your mom's been calling me all day. <laughs> so, so, you know, and I, you know, and that's what I couldn't call out on the phone. So just don't get up, give up on trying to get information, but do not panic either. Yeah. 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 She, she basically said, said, you know, what need to be said. Um, definitely don't panic and keep trying to call and don't let them get you to run around and keep see, trying to see what's going on. Because like I say, the male prisons are way different than mm-hmm. female and it's way rougher and they do a lot of the guards and all that, they do a lot of crazy stuff in there. So I definitely would be trying to still, you know, call and see what's going on. Yeah, I, I actually called today and I could tell when that man answered that phone, y'all, he answered that phone like, God damn it, hello. That's <laughs> yeah. basically how he said it. But, you know, I I was real polite, you know what I'm saying? And I just knew if I was polite, you know, energy transfers, I knew that he was going to be a little bit more, you know, sensitive to the situation. But he was just like, ma'am, you know, we on this nationwide lockdown and... um. I said, well, I'm sure you probably getting a lot of calls. You know, I just wanted to make sure my husband was okay. And he was like, well, what's his name? You know, but he really was like, have a nice day. But it was almost like he wanted to be like, I don't even know when this is going to end. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, especially when my husband was already on the lockdown for 23 hours a day. And then to get into another part of a lockdown you know, it's it's a lot, but that's some really, really great advice because people are panicking. Like it's it, I literally heard two women on the phone crying today to Didi and I was just like, damn, like 
who this is, you know, this is something serious and you don't know when it's going to end. And um, Rashida, mm-hmm. Rashida, come, you know, just like how you're doing um, on this podcast, mm-hmm. like begin, begin a small support group for each other. Mm-hmm. If you know yeah. somebody who knows somebody else, you know, I don't know everybody's spiritual life, but, you know, prayer, um, yeah. talking about the situation, um, having, talking about good things, um, yeah. just kind of like forecasting um good things that will happen so like like the support is definitely needed so um stay if you can in communication with somebody else that might be going through the same thing yeah I, I i actually um it's it's funny you brought that up because when i was on the phone with uh my friend she called like the two people on three-way or whatever and we were just all on the phone talking you know and I had somebody actually send me a message and was like, this thanking me. Like her boyfriend is in Tallahassee and she said, I didn't know what was going on. We had a bad conversation and I just kind of thought, you know, he just hasn't called me. You know what I'm saying? And she was really hurt behind that. And I'm like, dang, well, I'm glad I could ease your mind a little bit to tell you like, it's not you. And at this point, whatever y'all was probably arguing about, he ain't thinking about that right now. He probably want to talk to you as much as you want to talk to him. So it did, it did help, you know, to talk to other people and just hear their side of it because you, you know, somebody mama on the phone, like about her son, you know what I mean? And she was just devastated. So I was thinking about that today, but every episode that I do have, I do tell people, you know, email me, you know, you can send me a message if you want to talk, you know, you want to come on the show. I'm open to whatever. I don't have all the answers, but guess what? That's why y'all on here too, because you guys can help somebody probably a little bit better than I can coming from the inside. Yeah. And and Rashida, to add to that, um, because that's, that's all a great like support network that you're building. However, let's um, also contact your state officials. Write them, e- email them, write them letters. Um, um, try to call them and leave numbers. Uh, contact the Georgia Department of uh, Parole or the Federal Department and get, get higher also um, mm-hmm. in your communication. And yeah. try to really connect. You might not think it's doing anything, but if everybody's doing it, it's going to do a lot. Yeah, that's a great idea, JoJo. Seriously, mm-hmm. it is. It really, really is. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all the questions that I had. I want to say somebody asked me something about some food. Oh my God, I know they did. I just can't remember, but it was something about what is it, pretty much like what is it that you want to eat or something like when you really get out to eat. Not not the, you know, the meals right now, but like really, really go like what restaurant, sit down, restaurant mm. do you really want to sit down and just really eat? Oh my god! <laughs> and not not the um not the buffet, JoJo, because you oh, already said the I buffet. No, and and matter. I don't even do buffets because I don't like my food to touch. I couldn't even sit at the table with nobody at no um buffet at all. <laughs> Girl, these people be having stuff that don't even make no sense on their plate. So I, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it'd be like. Oh, um, we got these jello with marshmallows. Yeah, some cookies. <laughs> and you might have some mashed potatoes and some meatloaf. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, man. no. We got tacos over here. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I, couldn't do it. But outside of the buffet, where would you want to go? 
I see. I don't know. I love eating, and Atlanta has so many <laughs> new restaurants. I can say things that I, you know, back thirteen years. So, ago, what did you miss know. thirteen years ago? What What was your favorite spot thirteen years ago besides Anthony? Because you know Anthony was a shit at at the club. I know nobody right. couldn't top Anthony. Ooh, food. steak, baby, potato, broccoli, Jesus. Yes, mm. yes. No, nobody um, couldn't top Anthony. I'm trying to think. What was my who? Who was my favorite? I don't know. I used to love steak. Steak. I think. But I don't know between Spawn Divis and Ruth Chris. I don't remember. I mean, I like to eat everywhere. I Houston, it didn't matter. Yeah. Um, Faco de Chayo, mm. Brazilian Steakhouse. Like I used to love to eat. Like <laughs> wherever Houston is, definitely I mean, was was that spot. Uh, especially with that spinach dip. Oh God. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that was like a regular. Those places was like our McDonald's. Houston's was definitely mm. McDonald's for me. <laughs> Like that Man. was just the average and the norm, you know. It was, yeah, getting getting up going there. I want to go eat at my grandmama's house. I don't care what. You- <laughs> <laughs> I want to go eat at my grandmama's house. Man. What's your grandma <laughs> cooking, girl? What's your grandma? Man, my cooking? Gra- my grandmama passed away five years ago. Oh, yeah. I, I wish I could though. She, may I tell you, she makes sour cream pound cake. She'll make wow. like grilled shrimp. She, everything's from scratch. Like whatever you want, fried chicken, barbecue chicken, ribs, uh, catfish, ma'am. Tell me. It sounds like a soul food spread, like the movie. Yes, that's what but, that um, sounds like. You know what? I you know I was only um in uh Georgia for six months before I was uh arrested and incarcerated, so I don't know anything about Atlanta. So I really no no nothing. So I'm so happy. To, you know, get out and just really, really like explore. Michelle wow. was everywhere, everywhere. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> wow, like it a is definitely big sister I never had. <laughs> I, I I can see, I can see. Yeah, it, Atlanta is um, it's not the same, but That's what I mean, everybody says. Oh no. That no, no, Atlanta is not the same. I don't even know. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I don't even know what city this is. This is not. This is not the Atlanta from 13 years ago. This. This is not the Atlanta from 20 years ago. This is too many out of towners have come here to reinvent themselves. Um, you know the crime rate is is this is it's not the same atlanta like atlanta was so less hollywood and put on ish back in the day like we were just so cool and just you know organic and everything was just you know i'm saying everybody was getting money nobody wasn't trying to outdo this person that person we didn't care about celebrities and superstars every matter of fact i mean all bullshit aside the 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 fucking people working the strip club we was the celebrities exactly and and the dudes dudes on the street you know what i'm saying it wasn't like it it was atlanta was different atlanta was just different I can see that. <laughs> it's like the same city. Like all, all the stories Michelle has told me, like, you know, I used to be just sitting there like, oh, wow. Oh, and then what happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? A lot of people think my stories be some bullshit. They really be looking at me like, man, you don't know that, man. You don't know that, man. I be looking at them like, y'all are crazy. I, you I, know, I and, and it's, let me tell you what's so, what's so crazy. Recently, um, somebody passed away that, uh, that, that a lot of us knew. 
And I could just remember me and Tracy was sitting there saying how it feels like we all grew up together. And the reason why, you know, it felt like that is because all of the celebrities, the ushers, the TIs, the all these people, it's like we all started together. Like wow. the, as, as artists, as people working in a club, like we yeah. all started together. Everybody was normal. Everybody was regular. They was who they who they was, but it was nothing for them to come to the club, kick it with you, for you wow. to go hang out with them, go to their house, mm-hmm. um, hang, hang with them at the club. So that was Atlanta. Man, that was Atlanta. Yes, like, the norm. That was the norm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That was the absolute norm. It was nothing for you to just be kicking it with these people on a regular basis so a lot of times people who aren't from here are you know i guess you want to call it the millennials or whatever right it's it's hard it's like they don't see they see this big mega superstar and we be looking like yeah hell wow. no like yeah. you know that's yeah whatever, whatever. So it's, that. it's different it's it, like i said it's a this is not the same atlanta definitely not the same atlanta but Anyway, ladies, um, so anything you guys want to add, anything you guys want to, oh, I know what I, I did want to say. Last week, I had said when um, JoJo had mentioned about the pay, how sometimes, you know, uh, the, that, that a lot of times they're working and not getting paid. And so <laughs> I made the comment and said, do I need to put, do I need to get a can and throw a string over the fence? And I thought about that all day yesterday. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't want the listeners to think I would even handle my girls like that. I'm somebody throw a can of some bread, some money over the fence, not canned foods. (laughs) (laughs) You better not throw me no string beans. Exactly. So I was like, Hold on, let me make sure I corrected that one because no ma'am, I'm talking about some some money, not canned foods. But anyway, oh, no. we, 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 we got you. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you know how people are. Good. I just had to, you know, I just had to double back, double back, and and make sure you know these these listeners understand, you know, what's really well, going on here. Yeah. yeah, Rashida, for the record, Rashida said that she was going to send both of us some stream beans over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you. Thank you. Hey, do you? I, I if you need some, we appreciate you so much. <laughs> if you need some, I got it. I got, I got some uh-huh. for you. I definitely got that. But um, so yeah. Anything else you ladies want to add? Anything else that's been on your mind to um talk about? Because you know this platform is 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 for y'all. Now, I know you guys have noticed that my sound has definitely changed. If you're looking to start your own podcast, go with Anchor, guys. They show you how to record, edit, publish, and earn money from your podcast. Just go to your Apple App Store or your Google Play Store and search for Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. Now, back to the show. Real one, you know, Michelle, OG, so... I told them this is y'all's platform. So if there's anything y'all want to talk about, get out the way um, that's been on your mind or whatever, you know, go for it. Well, we will. Yeah, I say, you know, I for real, Rashida, like when it comes down to me, you know, and even with Michelle, I already know, like, um, we focus on um, 
you know, building brands, building businesses, and just look out for us and support the system once you see us out there. Most definitely. We got a lot of things, you know, JoJo has a lot of business ventures. I have a lot of business ventures. Um, we definitely been working hard, you know, uh, transforming ourselves, you know, elevating our mind and just we ready. We going up. That's all I got to say. We're going up and we just hope that y'all you support us because everything we do is going to be the best and we are going to be change makers in society. So join the team. Hey, Michelle, that sound like that two th- that 1999 game, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that girl said join. That girl said join the team. <laughs> join the team, baby. Join we the team. Hey, we winning over here. Yeah, we winning. Join the team. We winning over here. Told you guys I've been working on these questions. And um last week I asked y'all Biggie or Tupac. And then I asked you look him or Foxy. And I'm literally trying to find my questions because that's something that um just a little questionnaire I've just been working on just to see where people at. So I'm going to ask y'all a few more before we go. Um, Adidas or Nike? Nike. Ah, Nike. Okay, okay, okay. Cash money or no limit? Uh, No limit. Because they came from the bottom. Shit, that's a tie with me. That's it, right, because Master P was coming with it. Uh, back to back to back to you right. Back. I love Master P, and he started from the bottom. Well, Cash Money. Did I think too. all of them started from the bottom. They but did. See, when we was cash working money in the, away the most money. When we was working in the club, mm-hmm. I I can guarantee you, my first two years, ninety six and ninety seven. I think that's all I heard was Master P. Like which it, one? Which song? The whole the first No Limit, the the nine the nine and um. Nah. Um, 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 no limit girl, the cash money girl. No limit was coming with it. Okay, so um, lemon pepper or hot wings? Lemon pepper. Yes, lemon pepper all day. All that sodium. I know. Kool Aid or lemonade? Kool Aid. I say lemonade. I'm bougie. Oh, not (laughs) not the not the bougie. (laughs) Not the bougie. I'm bougie. Okay. I lemonade with, with a pinky up. Good. You know what? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know what? I can't. I cannot. Not Girl. with the pinky up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to save the rest. I told you I got like 20 questions. I'm going to save the rest of the questions for later. Yeah. But I want to just give you guys, you know, the, the listeners need a little insight on what's going on with the. Oh, I remember the other question. What were you guys' signs? How could I forget that? What was it? Oh, what's our signs? Don't judge me now, but I am uh, the greatest sign on earth, which is a Gemini. Oh, hell <laughs> no. You know, me and Geminis are supposed to be like soulmate. Girl, I can't. Ooh. I knew. I knew we was bonded together. I knew. I it. love Geminis, but dating them, like, oh, no, no. Now, I'm going to say this. The, the, the May Gemini and the June Gemini, totally different. That For real, that's like Tupac and Biggie, straight up. 
Yeah. Straight up. Well, which one is better? What? The May. The May? Oh yeah. hell no! The <laughs> <laughs> but that's for a man. That's for that's for that's for a man. Like I, I mean, you know, you know, men and women, we different anyway. But right. oh god, them damn Gemini's. Oh my god. Okay, Michelle, your turn. <laughs> um, I am a lovely Leo, the best sign out of all of them. Oh lord. Yeah. Yeah. Leo's, my Leo's Leo. Leo's y'all, y'all, y'all are so. So, fantastic. so, oh my, that's what said, fantastic. Spectacular. Uh, I'm just, I'm just leaving. I'm just leaving it as that spectacular. That's what she said. Girl, <laughs> can't tell them nothing. You cannot tell awesome. them absolutely great. 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 Ego driven. I'm talking oh about ego. Smart. That ego is on fleek, as they say. It's on fleek. Yeah, we the best. Oh my, the best. DJ <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, all right. Okay. What are you, Rashida? Oh, I'm an Aquarius. You know, my birthday oh. just came. I, oh yeah, that's right. I can see that. I'm I an Aquarius. Yes, yes, yes. But they do say Aquariuses could be aloof. Very. <laughs> um, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm probably one of the most asshole signs it is, only because. We don't really deal with emotions. Like I like it's it's oh it's weird. Like That's it's true. like a it's a light switch. I, I I can be on one minute and off the next minute. I don't really do the emotional thing. My facial expressions get me fucked up every time because it's gonna say it on my face. Um, but I'm very, very loyal. Um, I'm I'm not an affectionate person, but I show love through action. I'm I, I'm acts of service, you know what I mean? So you you won't be able to say she tell me she loves me all the time, but I'm a damn sure show you. Um I, yeah, I can see Yeah, that. I'm 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 gonna show you. Um I'm very loyal. I am not fake. I don't really I it ain't really no line with me. I don't have like the little gray area and all that kind of crazy shit. I just just keep it keep it real and i can be in the goddamn house by myself all day forever <laughs> <laughs> i have been practicing social distancing all my life yeah. don't have a problem with uh the pandemic <laughs> <laughs> did not and do not now um but when i love i do love hard and i when i love you like my friends and stuff like that i'm riding i'm riding oh yeah i'm going to oh, ride yeah. with you 100% that is that is who I am, and um, I love Leos and I love Gemini's. So you know, I I don't have any bad. Uh, Tracy's a Leo. Um, I know. Yeah, <laughs> Tracy's a Leo. Um, my little brother's a Leo. Obama's a Leo. <laughs> so that's right. Yeah. Obama. Yeah, Obama's a Leo. But okay, that. so JoJo, Tupac, and Biggie are Gemini's. Um, yeah. Thank you. Oh my Thank god! Give me some. Nobody's a Gemini. Yeah, I've never even heard of nobody. It's a, it's a few. <laughs> yeah, no, no, seriously. Um, girl, did you say George Bush? <laughs> Who even say that? We we oh we god. don't we don't George we don't. George George Bush. No, would, um, you know he he probably has some characteristics that. Okay, I don't. I, don't I mean, Andre right three thousand is a Gemini. Oh, he's great. Thank you. He's great. Thank you. He's great. 
Um. Oh, I'm trying to think. That's all I, I thought he was. Oh, you Somebody know who had, else is a Gemini? Wait, Kanye West is a Gemini. Fresh Gemini, Yeah. Kanye West is a Gemini. Prince is a Gemini. Oh, yeah, there we go. Look at Kanye West. I told you, that's a fool right there. What did I tell you about JoJo? Yeah. JoJo, you better not act like Kanye West. You better not act like Kanye West. I think I do. You think you do? I think sometimes I go crazy. Why you can't act like Prince or or Tupac or not Kanye? Yeah, man. Kanye, he be flipping. Yeah. Yeah, he, 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 oh, you know what, Jojo, you did say you was emotionally aggressive, and Kanye is emotionally aggressive, girl. Mm-hmm. You know what? Isn't this show about over with? Huh? <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna get on me. Oh, <laughs> oh you ready to go, Jojo? <laughs> <laughs> Jojo. You we should we should have got out. Okay. We should have stopped this when you said George Bush. Honestly, <laughs> that's, that's, exactly. That's when we should have stopped this show. Stop for real, <laughs> for real. That, that the show. I'm surprised, I'm surprised the circus didn't just click off when you said that. Exactly, <laughs> George Bush and Kanye West and some other ones. Prince, you that's just, a great just, lineup, ain't it? Just be Prince. Just be Prince. That's what That's you do. Be Prince. Prince. Okay, Prince. Yeah, be, yeah, be, be Prince. But, yeah, ladies, I know y'all got to handle your business. Um, As I said before, these listeners, they truly, truly love y'all. Like, for real, I get so, so much feedback. I got some more questions, but I kind of want to save them. Um, I don't want to do too many. I want them to keep coming and listening and um. Somebody gonna be if saying something about JoJo next when she said she was fine. Somebody can, can we see a picture of JoJo? Cause she says she fine. Um, I know, girl. Just wait Lord. till I post that picture. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Just like they waiting on that cake with Michelle. Um, okay, what cake? The cake, not the cake. Greedy, the cake. The oh, cape. oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh yeah, yeah. we're gonna take pictures in the cape. I'm gonna fly away in the cape. Oh my god, I can't wait! Like, don't, don't, don't fly too, don't fly too Why far away. That fool, really. And I did, I did see it. It, it looked more like a smock or whatever you call it from the hair salon. I don't know about the cape. I, I'm gonna say like a smock or whatever. Right, you know. Hold on, I, I'm about to go, but this is the last thing I'm saying. <laughs> Did she got the cape on? Uh oh, look. Why, oh. Michelle, why Michelle took a picture? Why she took a picture with the with the helmet on, right? With the whole helmet on, and she looked like a transformer. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like one. I swear to God, I did. Did you, Michelle? Yes, girl. I felt so crazy. Like when I was you making, you wasn't making like the mechanical sounds or moves. Was girl? It looked like I felt like I was, and then when I had to go do the welding and do it in circles, I felt like I was really having the out of body experience. Like I was in space. I don't know where I feel like I was at with that suit. It had me feeling crazy. Like I was in the whole the matrix. I don't know where I I want that picture for my screen. I Your told you, I, I I got one, and it's definitely every time she called me, it it, pop, it popped up today. That was the I point. knew I should have seen that, that one picture. with the helmet. No, <laughs> y'all want to make okay? Girl, I want the helmet one so bad. <laughs> 
I can't help it, Michelle. It was funny. I'm sorry for it. <laughs> okay. When I be the best welder, I'm going I'm to own an all-woman welding company, a billion-dollar welder. Wait. We gonna JoJo, Michelle going to weld us together? <laughs> yep, I sure am. I sure am. Rashida, she said she was going. She has an invention. She been. I got an invention. She been invention. <laughs> but like every time I ask her what the invention is, she like, I'm not. She trying to steal my ideas. I gotta get it past. She used to be. We used to be bunkies in prison, and every time I'm down there, she was trying to peek down from the top bunk. Like, what are you doing? Are you working on your invention? She always wanted to be in my business and catch me before she could try to steal it, but she would never know. Y'all got me in tears over here. Michelle, you can uh, tell me about this invention, girl. No, I can't <laughs> tell nobody yet. It's a secret. But as soon as I get it patented and get it on, I'm going to tell y'all. I'm okay. Girl, what is oh, it? my God. It's the, best, it's the best invention, I'm telling you. It is something seriously wrong invention. with both y'all. Do she look, Jojo? Was she was she writing at night, like with the flashlight or something, with the cover over it? <laughs> girl, girl, I don't know, but it'd be like noises and stuff. Like, <laughs> girl, I'd be like, "What are you doing, girl?" <laughs> that invention, girl. girl and I can just hear Michelle saying that if you dead ass serious, girl. <laughs> Okay, okay, just wait and see. Okay, okay, just wait and see. Mm-hmm, y'all see. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, y'all. I got to go. This I'm I'm over here like for real. My nerves done turned red. Tears yeah. running out my eyes. Whew, it we is thank always you so much, pleasure. baby. We definitely enjoy this. We look yes. forward to it. We, we look forward to it. Even though I came in from welding tired, I'm so tired. I got in that shower. I got homework to do. Oh God! But I said I gotta do this podcast. This is me. You gotta do the podcast. Let the people hear us. Yes, yes, and the people the people are loving it. Oh, and as, as a matter of fact, so one quick thing: I had a question today, and somebody asked me about doing um like prison wife merch. So I had an idea when they shot it my way. I said I'm gonna do stationery, pens and pencils, paper, um, because people gotta write. Even though we got electronic, you know, uh, the email and all this kind of stuff, but in situations like right now, a lockdown, I mean, you gotta write a letter. I feel that I might come some pencils with the logo and some um, notepads, paper. You know, people getting on the roads, yeah, going to see their family. Um, so the person who sent me that question, I, I, as they, as I was reading it, I, you know, my wheels went to turn and I was like, that's a good idea. So we definitely going to be taking this thing far. Not just, yeah, we just not going to stop. We're not going to just stop right here. You know, we'll be having capes and, and, um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 capes to sell and, um. All kind of stuff. I want my but, strawberry punch cake, Rashidi. Think I forgot. I haven't, girl. I I I ain't forgot because I know you haven't forgot. I. <laughs> That's one of the things I was gonna put in the can and throw over the um. Over <laughs> I mean, 
but I got I, I, I got you I got you can I even mail can I bring stuff like that up there no I'm just talking junk but like I no but you. seriously like a person can't bring you lunch girl I wish no we can't do none of that we can't door dash none of that Oh my god. Well, I'm quite yeah. sure if somebody was to mail you a cake, they'll probably tear that thing up thinking it's so all kind of shit on the inside of that uh-huh. cake. Oh my god. Girl. All right. Well, guess what? It'll be waiting on you. That that'll be one of the things you can eat when you um when you walk up out them doors. I'm gonna have a big strawberry shortcake cake waiting on you, uh crunch cake waiting on you. All right, Jojo, girl. I got one for you too. Oh, I was about to say, I was I got, to feel real left. I know out. I I know I can't leave you out, Jojo. I can't leave Little you tears out. was welling up. I was looking <laughs> sad, girl. Like, she get a crunch cake? What I get? <laughs> no, you get a crunch cake. You get a crunch cake. You get a crunch cake. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, everybody get a crunch cake. But I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing rest of this weekend. Of course, you know, I will send you all this stuff so you can listen and thank you guys we for love you so much yes. we love we lo- hey i love you for all your support hey i'm you know what you already know you already know but i love you guys and good night and have a wonderful wonderful night um michelle don't well no shit jojo don't eat past nine okay i am i am y'all stay safe and um, I will talk to you guys later. You All right. Bye-bye. God bless you. Love you. All right. Love you guys. Thank you for joining me on yet another part of my journey. You can catch this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, and iHeartRadio. For the latest episodes, discussion forums and our live episodes go to wetlockchronicles.com you can also click the episode website link under each episode thank you guys so much keep listening and keep subscribing stay safe stay blessed and welcome to wetlock You can find this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. For episode updates, upcoming live episodes, discussion forms, and contact information, please visit the website, wetlockchronicles.com. Yay!